And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Mary Marshall's mother has now begun the experimental treatment the Marshall family hopes will save her life. Meanwhile, Mary's troubled twin sister Julia, sent away to address her psychological issues, has violently escaped from the Warrendale Treatment Center, threatening to come home to settle mysterious, unfinished business. Mary's friend, the loyal Scott Dascom, has moved in with the Marshalls, offering protection from the vengeful Julia. When Mr. Marshall sees a figure he believes is Julia lurking in the dark, he calls the police, but in a terrible misunderstanding, police mistake Scott Dascom for the prowler, while Julia remains nowhere to be found. Soon after, the Marshall household receives a critical phone call. We now hear Mary Marshall say, I'll get it, Papa. Hello? Hello, uh, is this Mary? Yes, uh, Dr. Farhi. See, si, yes, I I'm sorry to call so late, but I wonder if I might speak to your father. We have some news about your mother. Oh, okay, uh, just a minute. Dad, it's Dr. Farhi. It's about Mom. Hello? Yes? Yes. I see. Well, no, that's incorrect. No, no, that's not possible, Doctor. What is it? Just a minute. Uh, no, Dr. Farr, you were absolutely right to call. No, we, well, Mary and I can be there first thing in the morning and speak with you. Yes. Yes. Well, it's, it's complicated. Yes. We'll see you then. What is it, Papa? Mary, sit down. There's... There's something I need to tell you. Was it Mama? No, no, your mother's all right. But evidently, Mary, you paid a visit to your mother's hospital room this afternoon. Or you tried to. Oh, no. Yes. Well, actually, you were on the train. Julia. Who else? It was her you saw then. It wasn't some figment of your imagination. That's some comfort, anyway, that I'm not going crazy. Well, what did Julia say? What did she want? According to Dr. Fari, Julia wanted to talk to your mother. She insisted they let her into the room, even though obviously nobody can go in there who isn't medical personnel. Of course they didn't let Julia in. No, but Julia was claiming she was you, Mary, pretending to be. What else is new? But, well, Dr. Fari met you several times, and even she was convinced. Julia must have, well, she must not look completely unhinged anyway, to be able to convince Dr. Fari that she was you. But Dr. Fari called. So she wasn't convinced. Dr. Fari only called me because she was confused. She knows you know the rules about visiting your mother. But apparently, from her point of view, you'd forgotten them completely. That's why she called. Julia's gotten better and better at it. At pretending to be me. She must have it just about perfect by now. Looks that way. Oh, what a night. No word from John about how Scott's doing, I guess? No. It's so late. You should go to bed, Papa. You should, too. Oh, and uh, congratulations, by the way, on the job offer at the museum in Chicago. <laughs> it seems so long ago now. They'll be very lucky to have you. Uh, I asked if I could be flexible about when I begin. I didn't want to leave right away with everything the way it is. Well, as soon as the police catch up with Julia, I know we'll all feel a lot safer. I mean, Mama, too. And you here by yourself while she's there in the hospital? Well, I know. We've talked about this already, all of us, but... We both want you to go, and I know you want to go, too. I do. Well, then, I know you will, when the time is right. But not until the police find Julia. 
I hate her so much, Papa. She's given you plenty of reason to hate her. You too, Papa. Well, it's different for parents, Mary. I know it is. I know your feelings for her aren't going to be the same as mine. I understand that, I guess. Your mother and I have always felt, well, it's been hard to know exactly how to negotiate some of the situations we've been put in. I know. Obviously, something's wrong with your sister. Something no one can control, including her. And as a parent, the instinct is to try to help, to protect her from herself. But, oh, over the years it's been so much. Oh, Papa. And you know what? I'm starting to feel like I don't have a whole lot of resources left. I just don't have the capacity to deal with Julia and the messes she makes for much longer. Especially now, with your mother so sick. Well, Julia attacked the nurse at Warrendale. Julia stabbed the nurse in the neck with a pen during her escape. And Julia put that nurse in the hospital. So, you're not going to have to worry about her for much longer. Because once the police catch her, Julia is going to jail. Yes. And once she's in there, she's going to be in trouble all the time. And if they know what's good for society, they'll never let her out. Oh. Think of the relief it will be. Um, but, you know... Despite everything, I can still see her in the crib with you. The two of you. You could not have been more perfect. Side by side, identical, absolutely indistinguishable. I know. And now, well... Oh, Papa. Well, you're exhausted. I'm exhausted. Papa, Julia's become so much worse lately. So much more... So much more destructive. I know. Did you... Did you say something to her? Say something? When? When, um... Well, when we did what we did. We did that to protect ourselves. I know, Papa. You saw what she was like. Raging, screaming. I know. I was afraid for all of I us. I was, too. I don't regret it. If we hadn't locked her in there in the... In the basement room, I don't know what would have happened that night. But then... You went in there... By yourself. That's right. And when you came out, she was different. Yes. You said something to her. I said a lot of things. You told her something, Papa. I just talked to her, Mary. But when she came out, she looked like something had happened to her. That she'd heard something she, she didn't want to hear. Mary, maybe I said something, but it's all sort of a no, blur now. She looked different than I'd ever seen her. As though you told her something that she just couldn't believe or didn't want to. Well... Maybe I just told her the truth, and she didn't like the sound of it. The truth about what? Oh, about how much she's hurt us all these years. Hurt us all. Oh, Papa. Let's both go get some sleep. It's been a terrible day. Tomorrow, tomorrow we'll go to the hospital, and we'll explain to Dr. Fari what's going on. Hello, Matt. Hello, Mary. Good to see you both. Dr. Fari. Why don't you come this way, to my office, so we can talk? So as it happens, I've just received some very good news from the laboratory. Come on in here. Have a seat, both of you. So, first, the good news. Very good news. Jill is responding very well to the first round of the immunosuppressant therapy. Oh, good. That's wonderful. Yes, we, we really could not ask for better numbers at this point. Of course, this is a very delicate stage of things. 
At this juncture, Matt, your wife's immune system is essentially non-existent. This is why we must be extremely vigilant when it comes to, to, to visitors. It is simply not advisable at this point for her to see anyone at all beyond her immediate medical team who are trained in the necessary procedures. I know it's difficult, but, well, you understand. Yes, we understand, but there's something... Dr. Farhi, that wasn't me yesterday. Oh? No, I... I have a twin. An identical twin. Uh, Her sister, Julia. Well, I... I, Well, that is very surprising. The the resemblance... That you look very alike. I know. That was her here last night, not me. I see. She's she's troubled. See, yes, uh... She was very insistent she be allowed to see your wife. I wondered, well, I wondered what had gotten into you, Mary. She was insistent and so convincing. I have to confess, I I almost let her in the room despite myself. Well, that's her. Goodness, you two do look very alike. We haven't seen her in several weeks, Dr. Fari. She's supposed to be upstate in, well, in a treatment center, but she's recently run off. Apparently, she's back here now. I see. Well, well, she looked perfectly normal. In fact, Dr. Fari, Julia is wanted by the police. The police? When she ran off from the facility where she was being held, Warrendale, well, she attacked a nurse. Put her in the hospital, actually. Oh, dear. I, I am very sorry to hear that. She seems so well... Well, not dangerous at any rate. If she comes back, Dr. Fari, you should call the police immediately. Well, of course, but... How will I know if it's her? She and Mary look so much alike. Well, what I always do in situations like this is I have you come up with a code word, one that only you and I would know, and then you can say something like, Hello, Mary Marshall, and I'll say, um, uh, well, what should I say? It's important that you think of it and not me. Well, what about... Welcome to paradise. It's what my father always says when we go to visit him in Florence. Uh, All right, I'll say that. Welcome to paradise. What a remarkable situation. I I am so sorry you have to face this at this time. At the same time, Jill is going through what she is going through. We're sort of used to it, unfortunately. What else can you tell us, Dr. Fowry, about Jill's condition right now? Well, as I say, the numbers are ideal. Her system is responding wonderfully well. In a day or two, we think she'll be strong enough to conduct a video chat, but right now she's, well, she's she's simply very tired. She's sleeping most of the time. She wanted me to say, though, that she misses you and she can't wait to talk. Oh, poor Mama. As you know, as I've said before, your mother is exceptionally brave and strong. I am very confident that we will see some good results, Mary. Already she is doing far better than even I had expected. Oh, thank you, Dr. Farhi. Oh, well, Mary, you, you, are, you are welcome. And I am sorry you have such a burden of your own to carry right now. Oh, well, as long as you know what's going on, that's what matters right now. Yes, well, welcome to paradise. Well, that was reassuring. Oh, Papa. Maybe this will actually work. Maybe Mama will actually be okay, finally, after so long. Oh, I know we're supposed to be cautious, but I can't help it. I can't help being hopeful. I think hope is a good thing, Mary. Oh, me too. I just... I don't want to jinx anything. No. 
Uh, speaking of hopeful, have you heard from Scott after his encounter with the police last night? Yes. He sent a text this morning. I guess he's going to be okay. He still has a headache, but he doesn't think he has a concussion. Oh, good. Oh, that was terrible, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Poor Scott. Papa, what do you think Julia wanted? Why do you think she came here last night? I don't know. I've been wondering that myself. It just seems strange, unless she somehow wanted to hurt Mama, but... But that seems strange, too. I know. I can understand Julia being mad at me and you, but Mama wasn't there when we we did what we did. Well, don't try to make too much sense out of what your sister does, Mary. It's never very satisfying. She's just... She's broken, Mary. She always has been. I know. But it just seems like something's changed her lately. Made her so much worse. Enough to make her attack that poor nurse at Morindale. I just... I just wish I knew why. All of a sudden, she has become so violent. I just wish I knew what's changed. You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear someone say, Julia made me swear not to tell anyone. That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World.